Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday. It's July 28th. It's 2021. And we have 11 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Having a good time. Uh, should be a good day in the streets here. Pretty excited about um, the slate. And, you know, looks like looks like we got 11 games and sh- should be a fun one. I mean, yeah, it should be should be a fun one. <laughs> we'll um we'll see how it all you know plays out. But I mean, eleven game slate, and um yeah, should be should be a ton of fun. So let's jump right into it. We get started here with Milwaukee at Pittsburgh on the slate. Um, it's Hauser uh, against Krennic. I think is how his name is pronounced. I'm probably wrong. Um, but we'll go with that. I didn't see a total out for this game yet. Um, I'm guessing it's because uh, Pittsburgh kind of announced the pitching here a little bit late. So we'll see what the total is for this one. Um, any interest here in Hauser at 7K? Uh, ironically, I did get a total. It might be wrong. I've got it at a nine and a half, but we'll see. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, no interest in Hauser gonna pass i just i mean if we knew he was gonna throw like normal workload maybe um but i think the fact that he's starting this game obviously helps him a little bit if he throws 70 pitches against pittsburgh you know they're kind of in ship players off mode at this point yeah so i mean He's 7K. You could do worse on the slate. Um, Kranick on the other side, do you have any interest in him here at 7K going up against Milwaukee? Uh, I, I don't think so. I mean, I know he had a pretty good first start, but I mean, that's 50 pitches, 70 pitches. I just, I, I, I don't trust the pitch count here. It looks like he's topping out at, I'm just going to say 70. Um, ERA is pretty high coming right at the gate. One point three six WHIP. I know we don't hear those stats too often anymore, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, I mean, I, I think 
if we uh, again like just looking at the matchup overall if we knew how much he was really going to pitch um i mean he's just not a guy that's really been pitching deep into games i mean he got sent down got called back up um so i mean i just don't expect too much from him here that, that, that with that with that being said i mean with yelich out um like he was put post on the COVID list. Uh, Peterson was post on the COVID list. I mean, this lineup is really weak. I think like if you want to take some tournament shots here, I'm not going to talk you off of it. Like I said, I think this lineup is really weak. Um, so we'll have to kind of see how it plays out. Do you have any interest in the Milwaukee bats? Um. I mean, maybe a little. I think, you know, I think this might be a spot where, you know, they could kind of get off here. I mean, of course, they put up a few runs today, but, you know, I, I think I trust the Milwaukee backs a little bit more. So I think I just kind of stack them. They're going to be very affordable. They don't have one player over this team over 5K. Most of them are under 4K. Uh, I think this is going to be an affordable stack that we can use, you know, either as an alternate or, or a primary, uh, but just really good price on these guys. Roddy Tellis, 2.3K. You know, Colton Wong, 4K, Avacil Garcia, 3,600. I, I I think I like them in this spot. Uh, the Pittsburgh side here, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest in Pittsburgh overall. Some of these guys are super cheap. Um, anything stand out to you for Pittsburgh? Nope, not playing Pittsburgh. All right, we're moving on. We got Washington at philadelphia in this one this game currently at an eight total philly's a 180 favorite patrick corbin zach wheeler um any interest here in patrick corbin nope that's kind of where i'm at i mean he's 6700 i I think he's just been so bad this season yeah two years ago we would have a ton of interest in patrick corbin here but at 67 i mean it would be a lot i mean yeah he's just not striking guys out he's struggling against righties this lineup can be very right-handed heavy um this is a spot that i'm out on corbin and i actually have a lot of interest in the philly bats and we'll get there in a second uh wheeler on the other side i mean he's 10-3 he's super expensive he's been absolutely fantastic this season 31 percent k rate the iso is under 100 um striking out both sides of the plate over 30 percent swinging strike rate around 13 percent biggest concern is washington doesn't strike out a lot the positive here the bottom of this order is trash um what are your thoughts here when it comes to zach wheeler yeah i mean he's gonna be i think a favorite on this slate when you look at at, at the price and I mean he's under Walker Bueller which actually kind of caught me off guard I assume he would have been the highest owned but he's I mean highest priced excuse me but he's not so I think Wheeler's in play at 10-3 um, he's definitely going to be one of the one of the better pitchers on the slate uh, we do have some guys you know that are under him that I think we're, we're absolutely going to consider uh, but overall I, I think he's number one for me in terms of skills and, and upside and matchup I mean, I think him and Walker Bueller are far ahead today. Yeah. Um, and, and like the, the San Francisco lineup being kind of banged up, I think Bueller is right there. But I think Wheeler is a phenomenal play on the slate. As far as the Washington bats go, I mean, with Trey Turner, um, he tested positive for COVID on Tuesday. So like he's out. Um, it's like seven to 12 days or whatever it is. Um, so 
I mean, really, Juan Soto as a one-off, but I, f- I feel like this is one of the reasons that I like Wheeler. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, I, I think he's number one, period. Um, you know, you, you talked about this, this lineup, and, uh, you know, I mean, man, he – gosh, you, you take one guy out of this lineup, and it's just – Whew, it's ugly. Uh, Tres Barrera hasn't been bad, but still, like, he's not anybody I'm afraid of. I, I think I'm with you, man. Wheeler, I, I, Wheeler's going to be number one. He, he's the number one pitch on the slate for me. Uh, the Philly Bats, I have a ton of interest in Philly here. Um, you know, Hoskins is 4400 He's super cheap. Andrew McCutcheon is quietly having a really strong season. He's Another home run today. Yeah, I mean, Gene Segura is cheap, so I, I like these righties a lot. And if you're playing Philly, I think you have to look at Real Muto and, and um, Harper as well. But I, I really like Philly in this spot. Yeah, this is going to be a big-time spot for Philly on both sides. Uh, Segura at 3,900. He's going to be a favorite play of mine today. Uh, you, you talked about McCutcheon already. McCutcheon is 3,800. Reese is 44. I mean, this this is fantastic. I mean, the most expensive guy is Bryce Harper, and I'd be willing to fade Bryce today and just get in real Muto and, you know, get some Segura real Muto, McCutcheon, Reese. I mean, you could get so creative here, and I'm not telling you to fade Bryce Harper. I'm just saying you could really build this stack without him, and I think you'd feel okay. All right, we're moving on here. We have Miami at Baltimore. Lopez against Holloway. And um, this one, any interest in this spot uh, for Holloway? Uh, I I have some interest, man. I mean, Baltimore's been striking out a lot, and I I actually think he'd be okay in this spot, Stevie. I have slight interest, very slight. Yeah, I mean, he has some strikeout ability. This lineup has plenty of strikeout upside in it. I think it's a boom-bust spot. It's a ballpark downgrade uh, for Holloway. He hasn't been pitching too bad. Um, Like, he had a rough start against San Diego. Okay, well, I mean, a lot of pitchers have rough starts against San Diego. That lineup is very, very good. So I would like him a lot more if this game was in Miami. Um, But I think Jordan Holloway at 6,200 is definitely in play here. And then Lopez... On the other side, I mean, this is a guy that doesn't have a big strikeout rate. You know, it's around 21% high walk rate, allows a lot of hard contact. I mean, this lineup isn't good, but I I think Lopez is someone that I would stay away from in this spot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we saw, you know, Miami's been able to score a few runs in a good spot here, you know, on on yesterday. And I I think it's kind of a similar matchup here. You know, this is why we – we talk about these things, Stevie, you know, it doesn't matter how bad you think a lineup is. Any bad lineup can beat down a bad pitcher any day of the week. I'm with you. Uh, absolutely going to be avoiding Jorge Lopez here. All right. Let's talk bats in this game. Anything standing out to you for Miami? I mean, he's, he's a little bit more expensive than you probably would like, but Miguel Rojas just continues to rake. I mean, he's not going to be hitting a whole lot of home runs, but he just dials up fantasy points. Uh, he, he's like Michael Brantley for the Miami Marlins. No, he's not Michael Brantley, but, uh, same type of player going to be making good contact. Uh, you know, Adam Duvall, always a threat for a home run. Starlin Marte, the most expensive guy on this team, but you know, another guy that's just going to make 
pretty good contact, get on the base pass and try to steal a few. So uh, I think I like this team as a stat. Brian Anderson back, 3,200, hit another bomb, hit a bomb today or on yesterday rather. So I, I like Miami uh, as, as a stack here uh, overall. Yeah, I mean, Duvall, 4300 uh, I like that price tag a lot. Marte, 5100 he's a little expensive. But, I mean, if you're going to go with Miami, I think it's more of a three-man stack. And then on the Baltimore side of things, I mean, it's probably Mancini and Mullins for me. Like, those are probably the only two guys that I have any kind of interest in this spot. Yeah, and, I, you know, I talked about Mullins on, on yesterday, just the fact that I really like Alcantara. But um, the fact that I still felt like Mullins was going to hit a home run and he absolutely did. And that's how I feel about the same scenario. Uh, you know, Mullins, Mancini, and roll it from there. All right, we got Atlanta at New York facing the Mets. This game has an eight total. The Mets are a 120 favorite. Max Freed, Taylor McGill. Um, any interest in Max Freed in this spot? Yeah, at 8500 I think that's a fair price. Um, you know, he's a guy that I absolutely don't mind playing. Um you know, the, the Mets, you know, outside, of, I know Charlie Morton gave up three runs today, but he, he just didn't come out of the six because Atlanta was up by so many points. It was just unnecessary to bring him back out. Um, and they had only scored three runs. And that's because he gave up, you know, a bomb to Jeff McNeil with someone on base. Uh, so I, I'm not afraid of the Mets still in this spot. So I, I like Max Friday. Got his free, just the guy that's really going to keep the ball on the ground. So I, I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I think it really depends on what lineup we see here for the Mets. If they roll out like that four or five, even six left-handed lineup, um, left-handed hitter lineup, then Max Fried is very in play. Um, he has a 28.5% strikeout rate against left-handed hitters this season. I mean, he would be super playable. Like he's really beating Alonzo at that point. So I think you're really going to want to look at like the lineup that the Mets roll out here. They have some righties. They can go right-handed. Um, so, I mean, I definitely want to see what the lineup looks like. And if they leave all those lefties in there, um, ton of interest on the other side, McGill's 9,200. The Atlanta lineup is definitely not as strong um, with some of these guys out. This guy's had big-time strikeout ability in the small sample size that we've seen from him so far. 9,200 seems like a lot. I think he could potentially go a little lower on here, though, because of the price tag. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, he's been pitching really well. Man, uh, can, can we just get Jared Eikhoff again today, Stevie? You think they'd allow that? Uh, I, I know they're not going to do it. But, yeah, t Tyler, Tyler Meggle, he's, he's in play. I mean – like I said, he's pitched really well, watered down Atlanta lineup. I, I definitely think there's some potential here at 9,200. Boom bust. I really, uh, you know, boom bust type of play. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll have to kind of see. Uh, as far as the Atlanta bats go, I mean, Freeman, like you want to target this guy with left-handed power bats. Freeman and Alves um, would be my favorite bats in this spot because McGill in the small sample size, a lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact, the lefties. So I think those would be the two guys that I have the most interest in here. Yeah, for sure. If if any, I think if I, if I settle in on playing Tyler today, I might just fade the whole Atlanta offense. 
I will say if I was going to stack Atlanta, though, Jock is once again going to be cheap at 3,300. Albie's at 41, which is very cheap. Steven Vogt at 2,800. And my boy came through in the clutch for me today. Abraham Almonte, 2,400. Should get, get some more run again. Uh, you know, if I decide to stack Atlanta, it's obviously going to be all those lefties. And they are really affordable at these prices. Um. The Mets, uh, I mean, Pete Alonso is fine. He's expensive as a one-off, but I like maybe JD Davis at thirty-nine hundred. But overall, I don't have a ton of interest in the Mets bats. Yeah, yeah, me either, man. Going to avoid the Mets bats. I'm not attacking Freed. I mean, like we said, this is a guy. He he keeps the ball on the ground too much, and he's a really solid pitcher. Uh, I'm with you, man. Going to avoid the Mets here. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I just I don't see myself using them, so yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. We got Toronto at Boston, Mats and Hauk. This is gonna be the second game of the day for these two teams. So this will be a seven inning game. Um ten and a half total. Boston's a slight favor here, but remember only a seven inning game here. Um, any interest in Steven Matz? Negative. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have any interest in either one of these pitchers. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. Same here. Zero interest. Um, bats in this game. I mean, the Toronto bats, I, I think are... Very, very playable here. Um, what are your thoughts on the Toronto Bats? My my biggest concern here, Will, is we got to remember it's a seven-inning game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the case. I mean, and then they're probably going to play. You think Are they going to play again, or are they just going to let this one – are they going to play again at like one or two o'clock tomorrow? Is that, is they that play, the plan? Yeah, they play at one and seven or two and seven or something like that. Yeah, I – I think I'm this is the game that got. This, this game. is one of the games that got postponed last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm 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 going to be out on this game. I think we've got enough offense to not have to get involved in, you know, a potential seven inning game. Now, I and I do think they're going to be runs here, but you know, perhaps the lineup's a little funky because they got to play early. So maybe a couple of these guys sit and we don't know who they are. So, you know, I I like the spot. I can't deny the spot. I like the spot. And clearly we know Vlad or any of these guys can hit a home run at, at one at bat and, and they're five, but I, I'd rather just take my chances and try to find some other offenses that I feel really good about. Um, On the Boston side, I mean, we'll have to kind of see if Xander Bogarts, um, you know, he was going to take a day for his wrists. Um, if he plays yeah. the early game, he might not play the late game. I don't know if they'll play both games here. I mean, Today was his extra day, or yesterday, rather. That was his extra day because right. he was off the, gate the day before, right? Yeah, so, I mean, maybe they let him play one of the two. I don't know if he plays both. We'll kind of have to see. Uh, Kiki Hernandez, 4,400. J.D. Martinez, 4,900. Renfro is one of my favorite hitters on the slate at 3,200. Again, you're only getting, you're only getting um, seven innings, so um, we'll have to kind of see. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't want to go too crazy. The bats, the total of this game, everything looks juicy, 
but it's like oh man two extra innings maybe call me old school but i mean two extra innings a lot a lot of stuff can happen in two yeah i mean i will say this and 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 not to backtrack this hopefully people understand the concept i'm trying to get across if robbie ray was pitching in this game i'd probably have more interest because i felt like he would have more upside and could possibly go the distance and so you're kind of you're getting that that extra little bump if he goes seven innings against Boston and closes out the game. You know what I mean? But I don't think Steven Max is going to make it through four innings, may, maybe five at the most. So, that, you know, that's kind of the, the play, and I don't see either one of these pitchers being able to dial that up. So I'm going to avoid this game altogether. And, I mean, I I still think Hunter Renfro at 3,200 is, like, fine, right? Because he comes one at bat, he, hit, he knocks it out of the park, and you're a genius. But – I think we've got other offenses we can invest in. All right. Moving on. We got the Yankees and the Rays, eight and a half total Yankee or Tampa, um, a one thirty favorite here. Nestor Cortez against Michael Waka. Any interest here in Cortez? Negative. I mean, I just don't expect him to pitch deep into this game. I love lefties. Um, I, I, I love lefties against Tampa. I just, I mean, I don't think we see him throw over like 70 pitches. Um, He's all over the place, Stevie. It's crazy. Yeah. Have you seen these pitch count totals? Which I know you have. That's a rhetorical question, but it's awful. Um, Michael Waka, 7,900. Not a big strikeout guy. Um, at one point in his career he was, but I mean, even with this banged up lineup, I don't think this is the spot I'm going to go. Yeah, not not at all. We could do much better things in in that range. Like, I, as crazy as it sounds, I'd rather just play Andrew Heaney or or, or Adrian. I'd probably rather play Adrian Hauser than him, even though Hauser was only out there, you know, for twenty eight pitches. I still think if he, you know, he's got he's got a much better spot. So I said all that to say I'm not playing Michael Walker. All right, let's talk bats in this game. Anything standing out to you uh, for the Yankees? Absolutely, Stevie. So when it comes down to these Yankees, I really, 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 and you probably already know who I'm going to say, Gio Urshela, man, my boy. He's 3,700, coming back into the fold. Uh, I think this is a good spot for him. Stanton at 41, really good prices. You know, guys got some power and be able to, you know, can send it out of the park. I know, I know the Rays, you know, uh, ballpark is, is is more of a pitcher's part, but I still trust the Yankees' power here. Um, I, I really like those two bats, Stanton and, uh, and Gio. Um, yeah, I mean, I like the Yankees a lot. They're one of the cheaper full stacks on the slate. Michael Walk is a guy that gives up a lot of power to righties. He throws a lot of um, strikes against right-handed hitters, so – I mean, Judge is 4,400, Sanchez is 4,200, Stanton's 4,100, LeMahieu's 4,100. I think this is a great stack, um, you know, especially when you're looking at pitching on this slate. Like, you could stack the Yankees and get, you know, two top-end pitchers uh, because of their prices. So, um, I mean, on the Tampa side – with Nelson Cruz there, obviously it helps this team against left-handed pitching, but they're really expensive. Um, this game's in Tampa. I don't have a ton of interest here. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um, 
Hey, clearly we know Cortez is only going to be out there probably what three, four innings max. That's that's max. Uh, and then we'll get you know Yankees bullpen. So I, I'm going to fade the Rays. Um, yeah. Cincinnati at Chicago. We got um, Tyler Molly against Zach Davies. <laughs> Always fun. Um, this game doesn't have a total. It is the night before. It is in Wrigley. You never know what you're going to get um, weather-wise. Um, I'm going to pull it up really quick. Night before says we got a little bit of wind blowing across the field, it looks like, at 8 to 10 miles an hour. Uh, but it's supposed to be super humid. Um, any interest here in Tyler Molly? I don't think I can do it, Stevie. I wish he was cheaper. If we were getting $8,800 Tyler Molly, I think I'd be interested. And I'm saying that while Mr. Gutierrez is out there kind of mowing down the Cubs left and right uh, on, on the previous slate. But I, I'm not going to pay 10-2 for Tyler Molly on this slate. I, I'd just much rather play Bueller or, uh, or, uh, or Wheeler. So – definitely going to be a fade for me just because of the price, not because I don't like him as a pitcher. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't like him in this range. Um, you know, so that's my biggest thing here. Zach Davies, not a big strikeout guy. The Cincinnati Reds lineup is not terrible. Um, I'm out on Zach Davies too. Oh yeah. you Forget it. If, if you're on prize picks tomorrow, just go ahead and find his prop and take the under. I don't care if it's 19 fantasy points. Just hit that under. I don't think he gets there at all. All right, let's talk bats here. Um, the Cincinnati bats. I mean, I, I talked about Cincinnati yesterday. Said I really like Votto and Winker. Really like the lefties um, against Alizé. And, I mean, I think I go right back to the well here. Zach Davies, not a big strikeout guy. Struggles with command. I think this is a great spot to go back to the well um, on the Cincinnati bats. Yeah, I love them. Winker, Votto, Naquin. Uh, maybe we get a little bit of Tucker Barnhart back in our lives. At any rate, I like them. I don't mind any of the Reds. Full stack team for sure. Um, On the Cubs side of things, I mean, Tyler Molly is a solid pitcher. Um, and the Cubs have been struggling – I like the price for Rizzo. I don't mind Bryant, but I don't think this is a spot I'd be stacking the Cubs. Yep, no, not stacking them. I think I would one off some Rizzo um, just because, you know, I, I always feel like Rizzo's kind of like the secret best hitter on this team. I know Bryant's been smashing, but Rizzo is starting to turn a corner again. Uh, at any rate, I'm, I'm not playing any Cubs. Just going to avoid them. All right, we're cruising along here. We got Arizona at Texas, nine total pick'em game. Bumgarner against Lyles. Uh, Madison Bumgarner is ninety five hundred going up against Texas. I mean, I know this team has struggled with left-handed pitching this season, but at what point are you like, let's price Madison Bumgarner at ninety five hundred and feel good about our pricing because? To me, that's way overpriced for a guy that's struggled so much this season. I know Texas, you know, is struggling against lefties, but I feel like this price tag is way too much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm avoiding Madison Bumgarner like the plague. Yeah. 
Um, I, I'm out. Yeah. Lyles on the other side here. He's six K. Um, you know he's been pitching okay down the stretch, a lot better than the beginning of the season. His numbers, if you look at like start of the season and end of the season, um, you know much better. Like on the season, his strikeout rate's eighteen percent. Over the last thirty days, um, his strikeout rate is around eighteen percent. So I mean, <laughs> ruin my own argument. I'm out. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I'm not playing Jordan. Lyle. I'm not playing him either. Like there was a stretch there for a couple of weeks we could play him. Um, I mean, he did well against Seattle and Kansas City and like Oakland. Um, yeah, I'm out. Let's talk bats in this game. Anything standing out to you here for Arizona? Yeah, I mean, I think I think all these lefties, man, Van Meter, Cole Calhoun, uh, Pavin Smith. I mean, he, he's actually been fairly good this season. He's 3,800. If we get him up at the top of the order again, uh, he, he's someone I'm going to be interested in in, in playing. So I, I, I actually like Arizona here. I, I think this is a good spot for them against Lyle. I think they could score some runs. Another really sneaky, uh, cheap stat. And I don't mind fading Eduardo Escobar at 5,800. I don't have to get him in my stack. Uh, perfectly fine avoiding him and getting some of these other cheap lefties. Cole Calhoun can send one out of the, out of the park. So I, I, I like this, this team as a whole against Lyles for sure. Yeah, I mean, Escobar is my favorite, but he's so expensive. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind maybe looking at some of these cheaper Arizona bats here. Um, I mean, there's obviously stacks that I like more than Arizona on this slate. And then on the Texas side of things, I mean, Garcia is 4,100. I think he's a really strong play. Uh, I think Joey Gallo is someone that could hit a home run here if he makes contact. Um, Albanez... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mind targeting some Texas bats, but I think they're more of like one-off power shots than like a full stack. Yeah, same here. I will say this: uh, Adolis Garcia is in play today. Absolutely at forty-one hundred. Uh, I may actually even still avoid Gallo, but Adolis Garcia—he he seems like a premier one-off in this spot. All right, we got the White Sox and the Royals. We got Lucas Giolito against Chris Bubich. Um, this game has a nine total. White Sox, a 170 favorites. Any interest here in Lucas Giolito? Yeah, at 9,800. I mean, this is why I will absolutely not be playing Madison Bumgarner, not when I can get Gio at 9,800. I think this is a good spot for him, a good price. So I'm more than happy to, to pay the price and, and play some Lucas Giolito today. I mean, with so many great stacks on this slate, I think it's going to be a little tough to go to top end pitching. Um, but I do think like if I was going to, you know, Wheeler, Bueller, Giolito, they're all kind of right in that same range for me. I think they're all very, very strong plays. Um, Bubich on the other side of this game, any interest in him? Nope. Yeah. I mean, Listen, Mike Miner just had a really strong game <laughs> and it was super, um, super tilting. But well, I mean, Brad Keller's having a good game today, too. Last I checked, look, it, it is what it is. I can't do it. Um, I'm not doing it, can't do yeah. it, 
won't do it. Mike Singletary, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's talk bats here. Um, what's standing out to you for the White Sox? They're really expensive. And so, you know, can I build a lineup and avoid playing Tim Anderson and Jose Abreu? I probably can, uh, just because the other pieces are so cheap. Eloy is still 2800 Stevie. He's 2800 today. Uh, what are we doing? Uh, Andrew Vaughn, 2800 Lurie Garcia, 3800 Zach Collins, 34 We're getting, getting closer to the bottom of the lineup. But I, I don't mind it. I, I think if you want to do it, clearly we want Anderson. We want to bray you, and then we can build around it with some of these cheap pieces. Eloy is what really opens up uh, this particular stack. So uh, they're projected right now. You know, said totals what ten? Yeah, I, total ten. And so is that what you have? Ten, ten and a half, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So it opened at I think at nine. Yeah, yeah. It opened okay. at nine. It's at ten already. Okay. Yeah. So I. I think with Eloy at 28, it helps open it up. I mean, he's just too cheap. He really is. Um, I mean, it's not like he's been crushing the ball out of the gates, but, I mean, the price is too good for the talent. So, really like him. Uh, The Kansas City bats, I mean, I don't really have any interest in Kansas City. It's an 11-game slate. I could be picky. Um, No interest here for me. Yep, not touching them with a 10-foot pole. All right, we continue to roll here. We got the Rockies and the Angels, nine total. Angels, a 210 favorite. We got Chichi Gonzalez against Andrew Heaney. Um, any interest here in Chichi Gonzalez? No. I, I think, yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, no interest whatsoever. On the other side, Heaney, I mean, my, my biggest concern is – the Rockies don't strike out a ton against left-handed pitching and Heaney's going to be the chalkiest pitcher on the slate. Um, I'd be shocked if he's not because like Heaney and a Wheeler or a G Leo or a Bueller fits every stack you want. Um, so, I, I mean, I think Heaney's going to be big time, 200, 200 plus favorite. Um, he's going to be massive chalk here. Worry about the ceiling, um, but I mean, this is a dude with a 31% K rate against righties. Going to face a lot of righties here that aren't very great, but they don't strike out a ton. So I think it's a it's a catch twenty two spot for me on Andrew Heaney. I think the the play is really good, but if his ownership is going to be so massively high that it's tough for me to go there. Absolutely, with you hundred percent. And Heaney's not a guy that uh, I'm always rushing to play for that reason because he always tends to be in this range and it always tends to be a good spot. And so I'm with you. Uh, we, I don't think he needs a person, a, a, a guy that we're going to have to play on this slate. Um, yeah. It's not like I'm going out of my way to play the Rockies against Heaney. I mean, if he's going to be chalky, maybe you could do like a secondary stack against him. Uh, what are your thoughts when it comes to the Rockies bats. God, man, I, I wish Trevor Story was a little bit cheaper here, but CJ Crone at 4,100. I mean, sign me up. I, I think this is a spot. He could absolutely send one over the fence. Um, Angels bats. I think you, you're not going to love the idea of what this lineup looks like, especially if Walsh is out. Um, but I, I think that the angels are super juicy here. Otani is super expensive, but this is a great spot for him. Yeah. I mean, at 6,400, I don't want to play it, but 
Man, it's Chi-Chi. Uh, <laughs> it's like the, the last week, I think Chi-Chi came in for, uh, for Sensatella, and we went from bad to worse. And so I'm with you. If you can get Otani in, uh, he's probably going to be fairly cheap. Uh, not cheap, fairly low-owned on this slate. And so you paying up to be contrarian could actually be a very good idea. Um, yeah. All right. Finishing out here. We got the Dodgers and the Giants. Bueller, Descafani. Um, any interest here in Bueller? Yeah, man. I like Bueller. I think this is a fine spot. He's actually pitched pretty well against the Giants all season, Stevie. Like, you know, so I, I, I'm in on, I'm in on Bueller. I think this is a, a, a really good spot for him. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a great spot for Bueller. This lineup is, is not the same as it typically is. Crawford's out, Belt's out, Longoria's out. Um, this is a good spot for Walker Bueller. Descalfani on the other side. I mean, you know, with Betts out, you know, Corey Seager obviously not back yet either. It's not the best lineup, but I mean, Descalfani is 8,800. If he was 7,800 here, sure, you could roll the dice and take a shot. I just think he's a little too expensive. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you 100. percent You know, even though this lineup is is not the same, uh, you know, it's still it's still got some pop in it. So I'm with you. I, I don't think we have to play Desclafani here. All right, um, bats in this game. I mean, I really don't have a ton of interest in bats in this game. I think Bellinger at 45, Muncie at 53 would be my two favorites. And maybe Yaz on the other side, but overall on an eleven game slate, this isn't a spot that I end up on a lot. Yep. Negative. All right, we're gonna play the morning grind game and we're gonna get out of here. Um under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Uh who do you got tonight? Um I think I'm gonna have to go with my guy Holloway. Uh, Give me Adrian Hauser. Hopefully he gets enough pitches to do it. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust? Steven Matz. So I was going to pick two. Give me Madison Bumgarner because there's no way I'm paying 9500 for him. Like it. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you got? Man, so many options today, Stevie. Man, I, I almost feel like this is cheating. I want to take Otani. I know he's the highest price, but gosh, man, he's facing Chi-Chi Gonzalez. Yeah, I like that one. I'm going to go Reese Hoskins. You're going to yeah. see a common trend here. Um, under 4K to get two hits. Who do you got? Really easy one on this one. I know he's maybe struggled coming out of the gate. Give me Eloy Jimenez against Chris Bubich. I'm going to go Andrew McCutcheon. Stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got, Will? <sighs> Give me Cincinnati. All right. I'm going to take Philly. Common trend. Really yes. like Philly today. <laughs> um, that's it. We're done. That's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back talking some more baseball on Thursday. Will always fun. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you guys again on Thursday.